Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yes! Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Live in the Bank Plus studio. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We are on Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. show is brought to you by the amazing steaks and bourbon and vino, including that bone-in ribeye, Kessler Prime. They have the regular ribeye, too. You just get a ribeye, which is amazing, or the bone-in. Kesselprime.com to make a reservation. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Jason's got a gold chain on. Yes, sir. Uh, which is a little aggressive and a Leonard Skinner t-shirt on. Is that a t-shirt or a pullover? No, it's a t-shirt. Okay. Yeah, a little aggressive is how I like to start my morning. Just a little bit. You know, got to have a little bite to you. But gold chain, Leonard Skinner. Yeah, you're you're a bull in the ring early guy. Oh yeah, no yeah. doubt. I mean, put the hands. If you up, were let's a go. high school coach, you would start practice with bull in the ring, Ooh. just to get everybody warmed up. I like that Oklahoma drill. Maybe uh, maybe throw in like a massive dip, like a giant chaw. One of those. Oh one yeah, one of those kind of coaches. Though I used to have a football coach that he would put it on his tongue, and then use his tongue to put it in his mouth, and I almost threw up watching him. I don't understand how. Coaches can do that. I mean, it's like second nature. Just giant chaws. Just three cheeks. You got- <laughs> you, um, did you ever do a lot of dip or? No, no. I mean, I snuff. I tried it one time. Made me sick. Uh, that's, yeah, that's not for me. I'd rather have a nice beer and uh, and just hang out and not do that. Me too. A, a cigar. I'd rather a cigar. Yeah. Than you know a a chaw. Or a, a Copenhagen long cut. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should have one day. We should have a a, a long cut tasting <laughs> on the show. Well, we can be we don't have to do anything. Just other people can do that. Okay. I'm cool with that. Yeah. We could have the, the biggest dip challenge. You know, we did something <laughs> once where we asked if about, you know, females dipping and chewing tobacco, you would have you it would have blown your mind the stories from our listeners. Really? Yeah. 
Is it was it like mostly trucker ladies or was it like you know just from? Dang, you just threw Isabella and those Isabella listens to the show. No, 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 no. I mean, it was just guys like, hey, you know, this person that I knew did this. I mean, it was, I mean, there's some crazy people. It's not just people at Walmart, man. I mean, there's some crazy <laughs> people out there that come out of the woodwork. You know, you, we used to always talk about the people that would come out in between the uh, the wood planks at the dock. But, I mean, it's even it's even more extreme out there, the, the stories. Um, speaking of, Nick says on our Ag Up Equipment text line, he said, uh, I mentioned Golden Tea at the Keg House, and he says, as the all-time Golden Tea scorer at Applebee's 25 years ago in Startville, you just convinced me to go to the Keg House. It wasn't hard. 41 draft beers, muffaletta, gumbo, college hoops. Golden Tea. Yeah, Golden Tea is what I was playing. We were, at, uh, we were watching the state game. We were playing Golden Tea, the state World Series against Texas. And we were playing Golden Tea at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh. Everybody was quiet. And I got an eagle and went nuts and had all eyes on me. So I'm pretty solid at that game. Are you really? Yeah, I'm not bad. You got some skills? Not bad at the Golden Tea. Yeah. And that and a beer. I mean, that's a perfect setup. That's a good afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) And a muffaletta. Grab some buddies, talk a little smack. Play yeah. some golden tea. Have you ever made a muffaletta at the house? I've never made one. No, I I love getting one whenever we go down to Louisiana. Yeah, but I, I've never made one myself. I mean, it doesn't seem crazy hard, but I feel like really you, it does to me. I feel like you need one of those. Uh, it's one of those things like an Italian sandwich. It's only great if you have fresh ingredients. So you got to have like really fresh stuff. All right, I've got emeralds right here. Is that good? Yeah. I mean, that guy can cook a little bit, right? That works. Evidently, his son <laughs> may be even better than him, which I'm sure, like most people, he's okay with. Um, okay. The muffaletta originated in New Orleans at Central Grocery, where it is still made today. Sandwich is made with Italian charcuterie and a spicy Creole olive salad. I love olive salad, by the mm. way, when done well. Um, if you cannot find olive salad, it is easy enough to make it home. And the soft sesame bread can be substituted with a sourdough. Oh, I'm not sure people may disagree with that. But um, that that's, ooh, these ingredients go for a while. Wow. Okay. Is it really? Yeah. Stretch. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's near as easy as you thought. But uh, if you'll make one for us, I think that'd be pretty cool. I'll, I think I could figure it out. We'll have to see. I mean, my both of my parents were born in Louisiana, so I probably got a little voodoo in me. Don't you think? Is that I, how that works? I think so. Yeah. And then my grandmother's from Columbia, so I love spice. So I got a little Louisiana, a little Colombian in me. Columbia the country, not Columbia, Mississippi. No. Down or, by Or South Carolina. No. No. Okay. Columbia the country. Bogota. Got it. Bogota. Bogota. <laughs> yeah. You ever been? I, I have not. My my dad has went. The rest of my family, um, like my dad, my aunt, grandfather, grandmother, they all went. Right. Uh, obviously, grandmother's from there. Right. I never went. Apparently, we used to be loaded in Columbia and then kind of moved out whenever things got bad. You yeah. Know? <laughs> that government system doesn't lend itself for people to be loaded. Yeah. Not, not, That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, not great. But Taking the, people's. Yeah, gosh. Beautiful country, though. Oh, I, I, I'd love to go as long as I knew where to go. Yeah, right. You know? That's, so That's a good call. But, yeah, the spice, I could, I could probably figure out a muffler. I want to go down and really get into... 
uh, the cigar areas where the cigars are made. You can take trips. I was supposed to go last year, and um, I, I think I want to do that. Did I hear is Honduras, the Dominican Republic, are they Nicaragua. really big for their cigars now? Yeah, so it's really uh, the Dominican, the Dominican, Honduras, and Nicaragua. I mean, Cuba is, but those are harder to get, as you know. Right, right. I can't go to Havana Smoke Shop and and get those. But there's unbelievable scars being made in other other countries. That's what I've heard. I've heard Cubans are kind of like not in the main light anymore. Now it's you know like oh Honduras no 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 no, 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 they're still like I was just still at the number top, one top twenty five list in cigar aficionado. Cuba is still well represented. Okay, yeah. Okay, I don't know why I thought you just got to get them shipped to you. Gotcha. There's brokers out of everywhere that will that will help you out we're gonna get you out of you know i mean look i've been talking to some people we we've got to get you more cultured i mean you oh come on you had never even heard of, I, you'd never even heard of Crescells. yeah what is that and you haven't what is that <laughs> that's a great way to, like and you've never been to cs's on a saturday to get an inez burger have you lived um, I've been the Chili's on a football Sunday. I think I've lived. I've I've had a Dollarita before, buddy. I <laughs> I think I'm pretty well versed in this sort of thing. Let's let's take it to our listeners. What do you think about Jason growing up in Jackson and not ever hear? Not only not going. I mean, I, I guess I could understand that, but he hasn't heard of Crescells. I'm gonna. I guess we're gonna have to take you to Crescells. I'm down for that. I'm, what am I looking at? Am I looking like a, a good burger? Is it like no, no, a sandwich no, no. or is, what is? No, Chrishell's is steak and seafood. Oh. They do have great okay. onion rings. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't even know what kind of style we're going for here. Yeah, I know. I know. Now, CS's, different deal. Okay. That's, that's a bar. That's a, it's, a, it's a dive bar and grill that's been behind Millsaps for 100 years. We could go to Piccadilly. No, we're not. We could do. That. I mean, you can, and you can tell me about it. You can take a picture. Just the smells in there get to. I, that's a lot of food. Oh. It's just way too much. Chicken and dumplings. I no. Wendy makes those at the house every now and then, and that's that's great for me. Um, I'm not going to. I'm not going. <laughs> what a shame. I know. I'm not going to Jason's Deli. All right, the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, driven by your next John Deere tractor. At Ag Up Equipment in Canton and Pearl, agup.com, 20-plus dealerships. John Deere, America's Tractor. Good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Back in a second. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, 
It is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. And good morning. Welcome into the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Man, whenever we talk NIL, the text line gets rolling as far as what should and shouldn't happen and whether players should be compensated. Obviously, they should be um, or have the opportunity to be compensated, right? Just like any 16, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old has the opportunity to be compensated. Jason, some people bartend at a place 21 years old in X, Y, and Z major metropolitan area and make $150,000 a year. Easy. It, it is. Actually, I just went low. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I know the numbers here. And, you know, we're just starting to to grow in that way. Thank goodness. Um, and you were just in the restaurant industry. And, you know, you're around people that in this market can make six figures. Um, oh, no doubt. Bartending and weight, which is great. Um and they don't need to be capped and, and so on. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, look, the NCAA drugged their feet. Um, they're going to lose in court, and I don't know how it's going to look 24 to 36 months from now. But the Tennessee Volunteers basically told them to go to hell on <laughs> this, you know, these new this new investigation. And then the state of Tennessee Attorney General, along with the state of Virginia Attorney General, and there will be more by the time we get to lunchtime today and more tomorrow, states follow suit because they can be compensated and they do have the basic fundamental right to be paid. They do. You may not like it. That's fine. I mean, we can, that's, a, that's another debate. But the basic fundamental right is they, can be, they have the right to be compensated. I mean, you can throw in a bunch of legal jargon. Mm-hmm. And I read the Pat Forty article on SI, and um, I think that the states are going to win against the NCAA. And this thing's been brewing forever since the UCLA guys, you know, did this, what, 20 years ago or something, right when I started? And they just started kind of scratching around on this thing as to, you know, hey, look, man, you're using our name, image, likeness on video games. Um, you're using our name, image, likeness on calendars, on posters, on little fold-ups that you put in your pocket for Mississippi State and Ole Miss football, yeah. and Mississippi State and Ole Miss basketball, and Mississippi State and Ole Miss baseball. Magnets, cups. Yeah, I mean, this isn't hard to figure out. And, um, you know, I've got people on the text on, well, their scholarships worth something. It is, and they can be compensated above and beyond that. I mean... Yes, you have to give them a scholarship to come to campus to play in the first place. Right. And then you can't just put their, you know, I we've all been to those events, Ole Miss and Mississippi State, when they go around the state to Jackson, Meridian, Tupelo, DeSoto County, Hattiesburg, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast, among other spots, where kids, which is amazing, it's awesome, where kids line up to get autographs on those awesome, glossy posters 
that have your starting five on there or a few football players and so on. We've been doing this for years. Now they're going to be compensated. It's a beautiful thing. Um, Are some overcompensated? Absolutely. But, you know, there's NFL players that are overcompensated. There's MLB, don't get me started, because that's totally guaranteed. But I do find it interesting that, you know, you look at how many tennis players and golf have left early in their teen years to go pro and make money, which I'm fine with. That's if that's what you and your family decide to do, make go. Go if you think you can make the PGA tour, great. If you think you can go play tennis tournaments, wonderful and get compensated. And for whatever reason, we don't have a problem with that. But when it comes or a singer. Yeah. How many yeah. how many singers 16, 17, 18, 19 years old, male and female, over the last 60 years have, you know, made it, somebody breaks them, and they go make a bunch of money, and we're okay with it. And people buy before their eight tracks, their tapes, their CDs, and now Apple Music and Spotify and everything else. Right, and social media stars, too. Oh, I mean, no question. (laughs) Brand ambassadors doing this and that. That Yeah, from, from Instagram to what's it called? TikTok and everything else, mm-hmm. man. But there's something about football and baseball. I think, you know, and maybe even basketball, most everybody played. Most everybody got a double down the line. Most everybody made an all-star team. Most everybody hit a three pointer in high school. You know, most everybody ran around, at least hit somebody in, in uh football. Yeah. And, I, and they didn't get compensated. And so there's a, there's a rub there. You know, unless it's your team and winning. Yeah, true. I feel like football also just has that um, compared to other sports. And it carries every other sport. I mean, no other sport makes money. Yeah. I mean, we swung the pendulum in the late 70s, early 80s that we had to, you know, that we, the pendulum began to swing and we created, you know, all these other sports. None of them make any money. They all hemorrhage massive law. The, the whole model's beyond flawed most companies don't create 22 divisions and 21 of the divisions don't make money i mean if you want to look at kind of the bubble underneath Ole miss mississippi state oklahoma lsu right right let's just say you throw out 18 sports a year which if i'm an ad if i'm keith carter or zach selman i never add another sport because the big 10 a lot of them have 32 sports well what does that mean sucks up even more of their uh, of their athletic department revenue. Florida has a ton of sports. Mississippi State and Ole Miss are both under 20. That bodes well for them. They may not have the budget Florida does, but at $120 million, they don't have another 14 sports yeah. that don't make money. Every, you know, you got you to have coaches. You got to have physical therapists. You got to have trainers. And then you got to have a 13 to 17 scholarships for all these men's and women's sports that don't make money. And they're never going to make money. They're not. I don't, I don't, that doesn't mean that they're not wonderful, but football drives the whole thing. Oh, no doubt. Def, I mean, but that's, you saw the line, I bookmarked it a while ago on the revenue that was brought in from Ole Miss sports. Yeah. And football was 
millions above baseball. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. And then it I was. I saw the number baseball claimed. And I mean, you can run your numbers. I think they said they made $166,000. Yeah. And then women's basketball lost a couple million. Right. I, I, so that's not what businesses do. They don't create 22 divisions underneath the company and 21 don't make money. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess you could do that, but that's not a smart approach, right? Usually you create something you hope that it drives another revenue stream. Yeah, that's a good point. But I mean, it, and I, what was all missing? How much did they make in football? How many millions? It was a lot. <laughs> I mean, compared to what the uh, baseball, to, compared to literally everything else. But also, I mean, you got to factor in all the other sports. They also feed into the, you know, buying hoodies, sweatshirts, hats. Like, if you just do football, if somebody doesn't like football, then your sportswear doesn't make as much money. So I guess they make money on the other side of like branding and trademarking the logo for, you know, sportswear for other sports, because I mean, they're losing money on <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. Well, the bottom line is football makes money on club level seats and suites and then the TV money. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's, that's where the thing is. I mean, merch is fine, but it's the big check that you get from the Southeastern conference. This, distributed through Disney and CBS. But now, starting this year, as you know, we'll all be under the Disney umbrella because we're going from CB, CBS to ABC. So everything will be under ESPN, the SEC network, and ABC, whether it's streaming or just straight, you know, network TV. Right. Yeah. And and it'll, it'll continue to grow, which is great. It means you can still have men's golf and women's, uh, you know, volleyball. And again, those are great opportunities for young people. But the bottom line is they'll never make money. And you just hemorrhage cash. All right, what do we have next? Justin Parker, Hell State pitching coach. Mississippi State pitching coach Justin Parker talks uh, Dakota Jordan and Gerangelo Sanjay and Bradley Lofton. Coming up next on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. It sounds a little crazy, but uh, Hell State and Ole Miss baseball just right around the corner. And thousands and thousands of people are going to freeze their tail off to watch uh, every pitch and every inning because uh, we're crazy about it. And so big year at Duty Noble. And for Mississippi State Baseball, they're bringing back uh, Gerangelo and Lofton and Dome and adding some guys that had been hurt, like Stone Simmons and so on. So there's a lot of excitement around the 2024 Mississippi State Baseball team. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're driven by your next Ford F-150 truck, pre-owned or new. 
Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. Mack Hike Ford for your next pre-owned or new Ford F-150 truck. We want to welcome in Justin Parker for the first time on the show, Mississippi State pitching coach. In his first year, he comes in from uh, South Carolina where the Gamecocks were in the postseason last year. Justin, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great, Bo. Thanks for having me. Man, thanks for jumping on. Uh, have you and the family acclimated to Starville, Mississippi? Man, we're acclimated. We're settled in. We're, uh, yeah, we're enjoying it. It's been, honestly, one of probably the most uh, seamless transitions we've made. I don't know if that's experience or, you know, the community, but, uh, yeah, we're settled in. When Chris Lamonis was recruiting you from South Carolina, which is a fantastic baseball program, um, why was this the right move for you? You know, when, when we played here, kind of rewinding back to last spring, you know, I walked into Duty Noble and, you know, it just, it, it takes your breath away. It just, um, you know, from the investment, uh, the ballpark, the facilities, and, and then, of course, you know, the fan support and, and, and the environment. And, you know, that was my first impression of it. You know, been a lot of places in the league, but not, not ever here. And so my first impression was, wow, that's like the mecca of, of college baseball. And, and, of course, you know, the barbecue and, and all of that, it's, it's just, you know, it's overwhelming. So, you know, that was, that was first. And then, you know, playing, uh, playing against them, competing against them, just, you know, seeing the roster, seeing the talent, seeing the potential in some of the guys that, you know, maybe you look at them on paper um, and, and it doesn't show, but, you know, there's, there's real arm talent. There's, there's real competitors. Um, you know, there's, there's just a lot of really, really uh, good kids, good competitors, good, good potential. It just needed maybe a little bit of help. So, um, it was one of those things where SC's recruiting me, and, and you know, there's there's obviously great staff here, you know, national championship pedigree, and, um, you know, the assistants I, I've known, you know, for a few years on the road and, and things like that. So, you know, just you start adding it all together, it was just a challenge for me that, you know, you look at um, working with a group that maybe hadn't performed at the level and the expectation, you know, that this program has seen in the past, but it was something for me. Um, you know, that, that I wanted to take on. I don't know if you, I always say you've got to be a little bit crazy and have something a little bit wrong inside of you to coach in this league. But, um, but this was a job and an opportunity that I thought, man, that, that'd be a lot of fun. Let me, let me go compete and, and, and take that on. And, you know, I've obviously really uh, enjoyed working here so far. I have a great group of pitchers. I'm a really hungry group. Um, you know, they've been through a lot of hard things and adversity. And I think, you know, with that comes growth. And, and so, you know, really enjoying uh, the transition uh, to Starkville. He is Justin Parker, Hale State pitching coach. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. And uh, the season is right around the corner, and he's got a lot of talent to work with, and both, uh, I guess, new and some veterans, both uh, coming off injury and some guys who came back. Let's uh, – I got to start with Gerangelo. And what a talent he is and the fact that he can throw, um, you know, from the left and the right side. Uh, where do you see him fitting in for you and Lamonis this year? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're just started camp. You know, all the guys are, are elevating their pitch count by the week. He's, he's in our rotation. You know, if, if we got about four or five guys competing for that weekend rotation. And, um, you know, he's just such a special kid, and not, not just as a baseball player, but you think about he's, he's, he's bilingual. He speaks four or five different languages, just the way his brain works and learns. Um, 
you, you know, and, and the two-way prowess as a as a high school player, even as a switch hitting shortstop, drafted as a position player, comes to the SEC, pitches a lot as a as a switch pitcher. It's it's just unheard of. Like I I don't know that anybody has any experience. Uh, working with and 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 having a guy as as talented and as gifted as him, so he's competing for a weekend rotation spot with several others. He, you know, doing a, gr- a great job, and you know, the, the arm talent, especially right-handed, is you know, it's un- unlike anything probably I've ever seen. Just when you when you really look at his arsenal and what he can do, and, and there's not much that he can't. And you know, that's something that we're trying to work through with him is just understanding, you know. Um, how do I use my complete arsenal uh, right-handed and, and, and balancing out and just being just as good when I switch over, you know, to the other side? Well, uh, his fall camp, how, how did you think he did, Gerangelo? Yeah, I thought he was great. I thought, you know, the, you know just to kind of um, – I've asked the guys to do a lot um, as far as, you know, just some, some overhauls in some ways. You know, I don't talk a lot about mechanics, but I do talk a lot about movements and timing and sequence. And, and so – you know, when you start doing that, that type of stuff, you, you see, you know, you see signs of it before you see the actual results of it. And, and as far as Durangelo goes, you know, you could see, you could see signs of, of, of how great he has a chance to become. And so now, you know, I think we're, we're seeing in the whole group, um, just them being more comfortable with what they're doing, more confident in, in what they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, and, and, you know, this, uh, the fall transitioning into the spring here, I think you'll, you'll see, you know, even, a more sure, more confident version of, of each guy, Gerangelo being, um, you know, one that it just, as he grows and more and more as a pitcher, that's what I, I don't think a lot of people know. Like he just didn't pitch a lot in high school. It's, it's not like this guy's got 500 innings under his right. belt. He's relatively young. He's, he's young, uh, for his grade even. And, and he's just, he's newer to pitching. So he's learning the nuances and learning how to compete and deal with adversity. And, you know, there, there is more to it. Obviously that we all know there's more to it than just having elite stuff. you got to compete, you got to command, you got to deal with the hard stuff. you got to manage the game. And so all of them are kind of going through that and learning that as, as they get, um, they get through camp here. Sounds like you're excited about him. We're visiting with Justin Parker. He joins us on the farm bureau insurance guest line. 2024 Diamond Dogs will get it kicked off here in a few weeks. And, uh, again, a lot of excitement around this team. All right, what um, is Bradley Lofton, one of the four or five guys you just referenced, competing for a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday starting position, Justin? Yeah, I mean, when you look at when you look at his stuff and, and the athleticism, the left-handedness, the ability to – uh, to hold the run game, and then you know, just his his changeups a real weapon. It might be the best changeup in the SEC. Um, he he is. He's a little bit behind the rest. He's coming off a little bit of tendonitis, so you know, just with the weather and all that, we're we're progressing him a little slower. But we think he's got front end of the rotation type stuff just when he puts it all together. Uh, Stone Simmons is coming off injury. Is he one hundred percent healthy? Yeah, yeah, he will be 100% um, very early in the spring. He's another guy that we're probably just being a, uh, very cautious with, you know, just making sure we don't take any steps back. But um, he, he's back. Uh, Brooks Auger is back. You know, those two guys will both be 100% go uh, very early in the spring. How, how do you see their roles within your bullpen or within your yeah, pitching you- staff? Yeah, you know, we, we've kind of we've kind of treated Brooks with a little bit more flexibility. He's made some starts. He's come out of the pen a little bit. I know he's been more of a reliever. He's traditionally kind of more comfortable coming out of the pen late game. Um, we think his his stuff upticks a little bit too. 
um, when when the stakes are you know at the at their highest. But we've also started him a little bit just because of his um, ability to command the zone and, and throw strikes and compete and his experience. Um, and and then Stone, you know, we think he, we have a ton of flexibility with him as well. We we think he has closer type makeup. Uh, we all also think he's a guy that can come in earlier in the game and kind of stabilize things. Um, and, and he's got equal left-right, you know, utility. I, I think he's got enough stuff with the changeup and and kind of the vertical curveball to be able to get and neutralize lefties. And he's he's also a really tough matchup on righties with his, you know, with his sinker and his slider, and and really has a complete arsenal. So uh, we love the flexibility that we're getting in both of those guys, and of course, you know, just the experience and the leadership and those kind of things, you know, help help out the group as well. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. A Stone Simmons in his age, you know, that's got to be an asset for you. Just him being around the guys, coming back, coming back healthy. He's going to be a piece of the puzzle. But you don't always get guys that that age because they're gone to the draft, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and you and you look at you know the the current state of college athletics in general and I, I know that the transfer portal in the nil you know there, there's a lot of negatives surrounding it i guess you know one of the few positives i think to it is you know you get a guy like stone simmons um just because of you know the opportunities that these kids have now to have like really really good and and, and mature uh perspective you know he's 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 had three or four pitching coaches now he's been at two different schools he, he understands uh, the opportunities that he has and how fortunate he is. And, and for him to be able to share that with younger players. And, and we have a lot of guys with really unique stories, whether it's, um, you know, we have a big time junior college presence. We have a great state uh, for junior college baseball. So we have a big junior college presence here currently and, and have had historically. Uh, we have several other transfers, you know, coming from different places that have also experienced, you know, different coaching situations uh, in, in Carson Ligon and Cal Steven. And, you know, so when you put that group together, um, from a you know uh, an experience standpoint, a perspective standpoint, it, it just helps. Uh, it helps the culture, um, and and you know for me it, it's huge. And, and to establish it, I always joke with my wife. I feel like um, you know I'm like the, my theme song is the Chris Stapleton starting over, and that's you know it's <laughs> it is a hard it is a hard thing to do to come in and and you know figure out where do I need to start with this group? Do right. I need to start from you know from square one, or do I you know? And, and this group was very capable, and so. Um, you know, the early part is just establishing trust relationships and, and culture. And to me, culture is established when you teach and, and, and you inform and you set high expectations. And then, uh, the guys, especially those leaders and the experienced guys, they, they end up, they end up becoming an extension of you. So the culture almost it grows exponentially instead of you being re- required to always be the one that's, you know, at, at the front, it's, it really is a, a, a fun and hungry group that I have a ton of leaders, a ton of mature guys that, you know, that are, are working their butt off. Colby Holcomb is another one that's yeah. been here, been through a lot. Uh, he's grown tremendous. Talk about arm talent. Uh, and, and, and I mean, I, I don't know that I've ever had a guy come further faster than him. You know, I, I joke, I joke with him about it. So I can tell you guys, I watched him play catch for the first day and I, you know, I kind of buried my head in the, in my hands and, and thought, Oh, you know, uh, but you know, just, I don't think a lot of people get, gave him credit for how intelligent he is, how quick of a learner he is, and then for his size, how athletic he is. And so to watch his growth, you know, both in just establishing a consistent delivery, uh, learning who he is and who he wants to be, and then commanding the baseball. I mean, it's his, his stuff has grown. Um, his arsenal has grown. His command has certainly grown, you know, and, um, you know, he's just another guy that sets a really high example every day just coming in 
punching in, doing his work, and I'm a very respected member of our staff as well. He is Justin Parker on ESPN 105.9 The Zone and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, Hell State pitching coach, walking us through uh, some of the guys. He it sounds like he's excited and a, a talented bunch, and they'll have to do it um, on the mound. What, so you mentioned the culture piece and kind of getting everybody on the same page and getting some momentum. Did you feel like you were able to implement most of that in the fall? Justin, or is it still a work in progress? Yeah, I mean, I think it's always going to still be a work in progress. Like, there's still going to be things, even if you accomplish kind of what you want in in your core principles, I think there's always more, right? I mean, it's it's, baseball is a very simplistic game, but there are a lot of advanced concepts to where, you know, we're, we're still working through a lot of those things. But I do feel like, again, just this group was such a hungry group um, after all that they had been through. And, and and a talented group. So, you know, a lot of the stuff everyone kind of talks about, well, are they bought in or, or, you know, if you can get buy-in. These kids were bought in immediately. I can remember, you know, just um, moving in here, living in the lofts in left field, working half days, recruiting half days, and, and meeting with some of the players in the summer. And, you know, it's it, it's like you could see it in their eyes how hungry they were for it. So the buy-in has been great. The culture piece has been great. Um you know, the trust factor and the relationships have been great. Um, you know, we, we've just put an emphasis on, on building toughness and, and being um, being really good at making adjustments when we deal with adversity. You know, nobody right. nobody measures your mental toughness or, or how good you are when things are going great. It's, it's always when, you know, when you face some adversity. And I think that was something maybe that, you know, the last year or t- the last couple of years, you know, you saw the talent when things were going well, that, you know, no problem. But you got to have answers, you know, when, when things aren't going great and you got to minimize damage and prevent runs. And, um, so, you know, a lot of those things I'm, 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 I'm still working on with several guys and, and as a staff and, you know, it's, it is, a, it's a staff that, that is incredibly talented, but hasn't seen, you know, the type of production and performance, you know, in games that, that they're ultimately capable of. So that, that's kind of the biggest hurdle I think now is just building that confidence going out and, and performing. I, I think I'm picking this up from you, but also talking to some people around the program. Um, they've got a chip on their shoulder because they do believe that it's a talented group and that they can compete in this league. Is that kind of where you're going? Yeah, yeah, and, and I love it that way. You know, that's that's my background. I've I've come kind of as a player and as a coach from nothing and had to work for, for everything. I, I'm not a, 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 a look-at-me social media guru. I, I like it that way, and I like our group to be built that way, and I think I think they feel that, you know, and, um, and, and maybe a little bit of it is rightfully so, but we have a lot to prove, and we know that, and um, and that's going to motivate us. That, that's, that's not going to deter us. That's not going to um, – be a, a hindrance that's, that's going to motivate us and, and and we know you know what's ahead of us we, all of them know you know especially getting the experience last year I've coached in this league everyone knows what a, what is awaiting for us in this league and um but that's also you know what makes it special and why everyone's here that the, the rewards are are incredible so you know just one of those things where we know we have a lot to prove it, it's it's something that we're okay with internally and we're going to use it to motivate us and and continue to work daily and um you know, not, not let any of the, um, the outside stuff, you know, leak into the building. Cause I, I do, I have a lot of confidence in these guys as, as people first. I, I just watch them work every day. I watch how professional they are. I watched how talented they are. I've, I've coached a lot of really gifted and, and really successful pitching staffs. This, this is one of, if not the most 
um, that I've ever had, and especially if you start looking at the depth. Um, so I'm excited about them. Uh, Justin Parker, MSU pitching coach on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Where do you see Nate Dome fitting in for you this year? Well, Nate, we've we've uh, we've used Nate and developed Nate all fall and all spring so far as a starter. I know he's he's done a little bit of both last year, but primarily out of the bullpen. Nate's arsenal has grown more complete. He's throwing, um, you know, he's throwing two fastballs now. He's he's using more of a curve. He's still got the slider. It was primarily fastball slider last year, and I think you know he just gets very one dimensional to where you look at him as a starter with a two pitch mix that leans heavy on his fastball. And and it just you know that second time through the order probably come becomes pretty difficult. Well, Nate's grown, um, you know, both just in his in his delivery, how he, how much easier he's doing it, how much easier he's moving. There's less effort, there's more command, um, and then and then there's just a more complete arsenal. So, um, you know, I think when you just when you look at his stuff alone, there's there's nothing that he doesn't have to be a starter. You know, so we're we're still working through those things. You know, again, we have we have probably five guys that are that are in that in that mix and, and Nate is certainly one of them what about Ross Highfield he was another freshman that was a light Dakota and Mershon um that were thrown into the well and Gerangelo and so on they were thrown into the mix uh last year had to play early had to play a lot um he's still young but uh I thought he got better every week uh, you know how important a good catcher is and someone who uh, you know understands what's going on and like you said the nuances and different things throughout the game um how has he looked and how excited are you about Hotfield as the catcher for your pitchers yeah I mean and I, I like it's incredibly important to your point um you know it's just I'm a I'm a game manager as, as a pitching coach I, I I want our guys to go out and just do their job and play complimentary baseball uh, command the zone, the catcher, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's just a, it's a, it's a very team oriented game. And, and, you know, I think Ross is one, he's incredibly talented. His, his physical talent is, is unbelievable. And, you know, I think he's made major strides in just his, the technical side of catching his fundamentals in the fall. Um, I, I think he's been much improved on just kind of, you know, going through, uh, you know, anytime you get thrown in, um, as a freshman into the SEC, it's it's difficult. You're going to go through some. I tell tell kids and parents this in recruiting all the time when they ask, you know, hey, what what advice would you give me? Well, you got to be really good at getting off the mat, just because it's going to happen. And and I think when you get thrown in as a catcher, where you're handling the ball every play, there's just nowhere to hide. And I think you know you saw real bright spots at times last year from Ross, but you saw some times where you know he he was maybe a little bit a little bit overmatched, and then the game it just it swallows you up and. Um, you know, I, I kind of draw some parallels, you know, I had, had, uh, had Cole Messina, who is now, you know, preseason, uh, first team all American at South Carolina. Well, Ross was, was, was a far ahead of Cole as a freshman. Cole didn't play very much at all. And, and so we're hoping that the experience that all those guys got, albeit, you know, at times, you know, maybe it was a, a, a tough, a tough road, but we're hoping that the experience kind of pays off and, and that confidence in year two, you know, allows those guys to be, um, the superstars that their potential and their, and their physical talent says they can be last one. I know you got to go. What's it like watching Dakota Jordan hit on a daily basis? It's unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, it's un- unlike anything I've ever seen in person. And you know, it's one of those things I, I talk about this a lot. I just, I just had this conversation with our strength coach this morning, even, you know, there's a lot of people that they watch SEC baseball on TV, um, 
they watch SEC baseball from afar. A lot of the scouting community, even you know, they'll 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 judge players by you know the the, the community reports. But when you're there in person, when you're up close to him, how explosive he is, how dynamic he is. I, I'm just hoping he doesn't kill a pitcher, one of our pitchers in our in our our scrimmages. I mean, it's it's incredibly sudden. You can feel him run into first base. He's that kind of powerful athlete. It's it's the most bat speed. He he set the bar for you know for bat speed and 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 how how dynamic of a of an athlete he is. And and so I'm glad he's on our team. I know when we came here last spring, he wasn't fun to face, and he got us a couple <laughs> times. But um, he he's he really is. He's a he's a one of one type of athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, phenomenal talent. Hey, Justin, thanks so much for your time today. Uh, we appreciate it. We hope to catch up again soon in a month or so. Thank you, Bo. Justin Parker, the new Hell State pitching coach. People are excited that he is in Startwell. Chris Limonis was able to recruit him from a phenomenal program. South Carolina, Jason's played for three national titles in the 2000s, won two, lived in super regionals and regionals. So this is a guy that's seen it and done it. And um, I think Mississippi State fans have to be excited that he's like, hey, this is a talented bunch. They need some direction and so on. Uh, it sounds like they're pretty ticked, too, and there's a kind of a chip-on-their-shoulder type deal. Mm-hmm. They know what people were saying last year. It was a disaster, whatever. But uh, it sounds to me like Justin wants to flush it, and there's a new approach, and they started last fall, and we'll see how it looks. But he's got some dudes that MLB live. I mean, Gerangelo and Lofton and Simmons and Dome, and he mentioned Cole and Kyle out of JUCO, and so and that didn't hit near all of them. But... Um, that will be that will be the driving force into the postseason. Do you want Dakota Jordan to hit bombs? Yeah. Hunter Hines to yeah. hit bombs. We all love people who rake and start one Oxford, right? Kind of like offense. But uh pitching is is the great equalizer, and that's what that's what drove Mississippi State to their um national championship and Ole Miss. And last year we know what LSU did. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun interview brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. You still got about 10 minutes to get in on the giveaway. Ole Miss bag cooler, which is really, really nice. And then a Tito's vodka bar kit. And just tell us your, this is pretty good, best football names. You know, there's some great ones. Ha Ha, Clinton Dix, and so on. And many, many others, Dick Butkus. And then also show us that you are a subscriber on Spotify, on our podcast. Spotify, search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. You can do it via the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. And don't forget that Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue is now open in Flowood in Dogwood by Chipotle. B3, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue for Lunch in Flowood.